Welcome back, or welcome to Golf Nerds, with me, Golf Nerd Guy. Um, Guy Cross, how are you all doing? So, um, it's Monday evening here in Panama City, Panama. Uh, it's quite cool today, which by Panama standards means it's in the high 20s Celsius. Uh, that's about a million Fahrenheit, I don't know. I don't know, I'm European, right? Um, and because I'm European... Um, I've got some European Tour golf stuff to talk about and I put some time in watching the ladies tour this week the European ladies tour and it's um, oh, it's awesome and I'm, I'm going to keep this so real because um, I'm, not, I'm not au fait I'm more European there for you with all the names but I've got stuff in my head and um, I just wanted to take you guys on the journey with me of me getting into the Ladies European Tour. Um, I really, really enjoyed watching it. Um, I've been surprised by how into it I got, like from a golf nerd perspective, and there was a lot of nerdery um, going on in my head. There truly was. Um, And you know what? I've got a sad confession. I didn't make it to play golf between this podcast and the last. Um, just work happened. I, I pretty much promised myself to go tomorrow. And if I break 85, like I haven't played on a golf course since July. Like if I break 90, I'll be pretty chuffed. But um, I've hit balls most weeks. Yesterday was the first week I've not hit golf balls for a while. Um, I've just got to get out there and, and hit golf balls. And play golf because I love it and I really miss it. Um, And it's nice to have that I miss it vibe back. But anyway, before I get on to talking and sharing with you about the ladies tour, did you see what Rory McIlroy said this week about the European tour? He shot 15 under at Dunhill in St Andrews and was frustrated that he didn't get a better place than he came T29. Um, Round, well, I mean, essentially around the old course. Um, you know, 15 under is obviously four great knocks of golf. Around the old course, hmm, tough to say. I think he was more annoyed because um, because him and his dad didn't get the win. And, you know, any pro golfer is going to be desperate for the win. Uh, but, yeah, he didn't get it. He came second, I think, uh, with his old man in the team event at the Dunhill. Um, and I remember being in St Andrews um, around the time of the Dunhill, and it's a, it's a truly great event, and um, it's what makes the town coming alive in a way that's different from when the Open's there. Um, the Open is um, is chaos. Dunhill is is um, it's a little more chilled. Um, even the golfers you meet are a bit more chilled out, um, happier to talk and chat and stuff. So I I. I do have a soft spot for the Dunhill. Um, my wife bought me some wonderful Alfred Dunhill cufflinks from the um, event. Um, if, well, over ten years ago, I can't even remember if we were married then when she bought me them. Anyway, um, but I still wear them and still love them. Um, yes, yeah, St Andrews is obviously a great town for golf and. Um, the event is undoubtedly um, good fun. 
I love pro-ams. I love any pro-tour event that um, breaks the monotony of 72-hole medal play. Even, you know, it, it still is that, but you've got the amateur uh, side game going on. Um, so Rory, I sort of really like Rory and equally don't like him. I think... <laughs> I think I don't like him. I have to say, I'm just going to come out, I just don't, I like watching him play golf, because when he's on, it's unreal, um, but um, he's, maybe it's because I'm spending more time away from watching PGA Tour golf, he just seems like a dick, um, and I'm putting Justin Thomas into that category, the more, like, I was going to talk about JT this week, but... I, I'm not going to say any more about it. I'm coming to the conclusion these guys might be dicks. And I I don't like it. Um, but. Um, we've talked about a little about Rory and the European tour. And we've talked a little bit about my growing disdain for the European tour. And I can only do that in the context of comparing it to watching the ladies game and for clarity and uh, transparency I, I wasn't able to watch it live I have to me I don't know how you could have done that most of my watching was done via YouTube and Twitter um, today um, during the day you know whilst um, well just getting about my jobs I was doing some cooking and while I was waiting for stuff to cook or cool down and stuff I was watching the highlights um I'll tell you what I love so far, like the things that I love about the LET. One thing I love so much is seeing the gear the ladies are using. Um, not because it's super fancy or super cool, it's super nerdy and you should get into it. Because mostly on the PGA Tour, and I, I may have cracked on about how boring it, the gear is there, is you can spot what people play. Even if you don't actually know what someone plays, you can take a really good guess at it. <clears throat> like, um, I'm not certain what Justin Thomas plays, but I know he's on a tightless deal. Um, so he's going to have the TS. Woods. What number? Really? Who gives a shit? What number? Like, they're all the same. Um, what shafts? Oh, ugh, who cares? Like, because they're not going to be something super cool. Um... They're going to be Mitsubishi. They're going to be graphite design. They're going to... You know what I mean? You know what it's going to be? You, I haven't looked, but I can take a pretty good guess. He's going to have Vokey wedges. Um, he plays on tour, so he's probably got forged Vokey wedges. Um, yeah, he's got a Scotty Cameron putter. Now, I know he plays a mallet, and so... The most recent mallet, is it the NX5 or something? I bet you he's playing that. Um, irons. Oh, he seems like the type of guy who played blades to me, so he's probably got muscle back. He may have the TMBs and down in the longer irons. Um, is it TMBs? You know the ones that are sort of hollow blades, whatever they call them? Yeah. Um, so there we are. I, I, look it up. I'm not going to because I've got better things to do with my time. Uh, let me know how close was I to guessing Justin Thomas's what's in the bag. Oh, yeah, so his bag makeup will be driver, 
Fair way. Um, he's a long hitter, so we probably won't play a 13. Probably plays a 16 or 17 degree fairway wood. Um, Taylor May would call it a high lofted three wood. Um, we'd all call it a four wood. Then um, he's probably sort of. Hmm. No, I'd say he's probably four through to nine or wedge, depending if he's got a Vokey 48 degree in there, um, in straight muscle blacks. And then he's got probably a driving iron utility iron in that weird hollow thing that was on about the TMB, um, which the, that'll be running at 21, 22 degrees. Probably got graphite in that. Um, or one of those weird composites that Project X, Graphloy, uh, steel fibre or whatever. Um, Project X 65s in the irons, S300s in the wedges, S400s or whatever. Um, I plays the Titus Pro V1X, we can all bet on that. Um, boring, boring. What I do like about Justin Thomas is his clothes, because he's got that Ralph Lauren gear, and he is probably the best guy, best-dressed guy out on the tour. Him and Adam Scott always look sharp. Um, yeah. But see, the ladies' European tour. Right, for a start, half the players I saw were using stand bags. That, you know, last week I was talking about what golf gearing at? I'm getting a stand bag. I'm getting a stand bag. For the same reason I don't wear a glove. Because no one pays me to use a staff bag and no one pays me to wear a glove. Um, a lot of the clubs I saw out there, you know there was a putter I didn't recognise, it had a big eye written on it or something. I thought that was fantastic. There was... Um, some Wilson gear in um, this lady's bag. She came fourth. Um, she was wearing some really bright floral shorts. Um, you know, it was great. Like, it was really good to see someone hype the leaderboard on a Wilson staff deal, actually playing Wilson staff clubs, wearing like unbranded clothes or Wilson staff branded clothes. Um, no, I, I've got no nothing bad against Gary Wooden wearing the Puma gear. But, um, you know, this lady's got a Wilson staff deal and, you know, I'm sure she'd take a clothing deal if someone offered her one, but she's like, I've got a staff deal, great, I get paid. Um, and a couple of little logos. And then, um, did you know, check this out, did you know the lady who's leading the Order of Merit on the Ladies' European Tour is a rookie and she's got eight top ten finishes so far. Isn't that awesome? And her rookie-ish came second at the weekend. Um, I'm not sure she came that close in the end to win it, but she certainly had a good shout. Um, I don't think she lost it. I think the other player won it. Um, yeah, the lady who won was called Carlotta. Um, she's Spanish. She's got a surname, and I'm not gonna, I'm not going to butcher it. I just can't remember it. Um, solid player, really nice swing. A um, couple of years ago, she missed like a four or five putter to, foot putt to win the event. And she had to roll in another like irksome length putt, like four or five feet again to win. She's part of the last to win. Um, so, yeah, you know, solid, 
um, solid finish. I tell you what, she had a great short game. Um, from sort of early on, she put some really, um, really good pitches and chips, like uh, like like a five foot putt, you know, like actually straightforward, but you know, needs some thought, and you've got to take care with it. Um, like a bunker shot, she lipped out on a three or four. Um, it was, you know, solid stuff. But it's something else, or saw in all the ladies, of course they're coming in with longer irons than the guys. But the ball was rolling out a lot. Um, I saw four, five chips, pitches, sorry, from 40 or 50 yards that rolled on like 10 feet. Could you imagine that at a PGA Tour event? Like um, a player coming in with, you know, essentially any type of wedge. I think, I'm just thinking of my own game. On the courses I play, I think from 40 yards, if I hit anything from my 50 through to my 60 degree wedge, um, the ball is going to stop very quickly. I can change that with any of them. I'm probably going to struggle to do that from 60 yards, you know, 50 yards of my 60 degree to keep the ball low enough. But, um, you know, with my 50, I could hood the face and get one to run up if I wanted to. But why would I when I carry a pitching wedge, which would do the same job without me having to close the face off? Um, but, yeah, with if using any of my wedges, that ball's going to... It's going to not back up, it's going to stop. And that course in Spain must have been running so fast. Because I'm no magician ball striker. Um, but... And, but I play courses that are fast enough. Um, and I don't think I can think of one that I've played. And I've played some, like, you know, seriously tour-prepped courses. Um, like Asian tour stuff. I can't think of any time where I've had to really worry about hitting in a wedge and the ball feeling like it was going to run on a little outside of my control. I remember playing, um, uh, it was either an ADT event, Asian Development Tour event, and, um, and it being super quick, so I had to, I used my 60 a lot, basically from anything inside, let's say, 75 yards, because it was the only way I could feel like I knew the ball was going to um, land softly but these ladies they were hitting in with their you know sand wedge lob wedges um, from you know you know half three quarter swings and they were running on almost all of them or hitting in like solid eight nine irons again 15 20 feet of run out that that doesn't happen on the PJ tour and that certainly doesn't happen for me again I can hit an eight iron from let's say 140, 150, and no, in such a way that it's going to run out. Um, but, um, but it's not, it's not something I do, it's not really something I like doing, if I'm honest, because um, the reason is I just like the ball to land and stop. Uh, and, and that's because I play golf outside the UK a lot. I can play when it runs, um, and I sometimes go back to my childhood golf of like 
trying to one bounce in front of the green and allowed it to run up because I, I came came up through Lynx Golf. Um, and that was always my preferred shot. Um, but now, yeah, I do like just to land on. Um, you know, if I've got a shot I'm not fancying, for whatever reason, the shape of the green, the light, I will just think, right, how far to the middle of the green? I'm just going to land in the middle of the green. No, the ball will stop. With almost any club, um, yeah, maybe I'm just showing that I'm a bit of a crap golfer. But the reason I was talking about the speed of the golf course is Carlotta, who won, her driving distance was 289. Now, once... I was walking around a practice round with a web player um, who I've not featured on here. And um, he smoked one. Smoked a drive. Like, it, just one of those drives that makes you... You hear it, you see it, and you feel it. Like, it just smoked it. And um, it flew. And it must have been like... 3.30 in the air um, like it was just just massacred um, and this isn't you know we were here in Panama so it's in quite hot humid muggy conditions um, and it just died right it just hit the ground and stopped and um, he just said oh fuck me if I was on the ladies tour that would have gone 4.30 minimum and I said in some naivety about the tour game and the state of it at the moment, because this is four years ago, really. I said, what's, um, three years ago? I said, what do you mean? He goes, oh, have you not seen the ladies' game? Watch on TV. Those girls, they're driving 240, but the ball's rolling 20, 30 yards off the drives. Now, it was sarcasm, of course. But I, I did since watch it, and a lot of the ladies who do, you know, the average is, two, is no more than 250. And the ball is rolling out 20, 30 yards. Um, you know, it's not to say there's some ladies on there who can't move the ball and keep up with the guys. Uh, Lexi Thompson's got serious driving distance up, uh, I think, mid-280s, which is, you know, she'd be, she'd be up there with any guy on tour. Not, you know what I mean? She'd be... Competitive, distance-wise. Um, Michelle Wiener, they was also putting the ball out a long way. But um, 289 for this lady probably equates to um, 250 in the air, I'd say. That would be my guess. Um, it's hard. You know, I watched, it, I watched it on TV. I just didn't see the drives enough to... Um, to work that out to give you any solid data there but 250 carry in the air that's that's us right that's me anyway um but she hit 52 percent of the fairways at that number and that leads me to think because she won right um so she's hit good drives but half of them have run out and so the reason i think is she's probably hit Jordan Spieth was um, famous for this in his day. Not the longest player either. But he would, hit, he would miss a weirdly high amount of fairways. 
And you'd think, well, you know, he won the Masters, but he hit, like, you know, he missed two-thirds of the fairways. And he did, but he missed them exactly in the right place. And what I mean by that is, say he's trying to hit one, like, right down the left edge of a fairway. And for whatever reason, he's got to play a hook to get there. And it hooks, or takes a bounce, you know, three feet further to the left than he was hoping, or even 15 feet, because, you know, at that distance, none of us are so much in control. Um, He runs off the fairway, and he could be just a foot, two feet off the fairway, but it counts he's missed the fairway. But he's missed the fairway in exactly the place he wants to miss the fairway, so he's still got a great shot in from the rough. And, you know, he's a pro golfer, he's got, he's got moves, he can make that work for him. Um, I imagine that's what happened to this lady who won at the weekend. Um, she, because the course was so fast, she missed a lot of fairways, but she'd have missed them in the right place. Um, she could have been standing, you know, she could have been standing on the fairway, playing from the right-hand side, and the ball's just off the fairway. Um, and... You know, she's a pro golfer who gets the ball out there. I'm sure she wasn't coming in with much more than a 7-iron most of the time. And 7-iron out the rough isn't anyone's favourite shot. But in the same breath, we can all make it work. And if you're a single-figure golfer or better, you're still hoping to make it from the green from a regular lie out the rough with a 7-iron or better. You know what I say? Hoping to, like expecting to. Um... So that's my insight into the ladies' game this weekend. They Not that they carry their own bags, but they've got interesting golf bags. It's something, like, I have no interest in looking what Justin Thomas is carrying golf bag. I'm going to go and check what the ladies who won on the LET, or, you know, who placed on the LET this week have in their bags. It was a Callaway staffer who won, which, you know, it's a bit of a shame. It would be fair, more fun if it was with a mixed bag. You never know, though. You never know what gear is going to be in there. Um, I think because there's less money in endorsements on the um, ladies' tour and actually just less money in actually free golf gear around, um, a lot of the players will have, like, last year's drivers and stuff. Um, And certainly last year's shafts, because um, on the lower tours, what lots of players will do, um, they might get given um, a golf club... Um, and get fitted for a shaft. Um, they might even pay for themselves to get fitted for a shaft. Um, you'll see a lot of lower tour players at um, True Spec at Doral getting fitted and paying for that fitting. Um, and then when TaylorMade, Callaway, Cobra, whoever, sends them a new driver, which may even just have a stock at shaft in it, They'll put the shaft that they know good for them into the new club and see how that works. Especially if it's someone like Cobra, you can just clip it in and you're like, okay, it's better than the stock one. Boom. Next time I get a chance for a fitting, off I go. And you can see that for a lot of golfers who do essentially the same. Think someone like Dustin Johnson. He played the same shaft in his tailor-made drivers for years. And if I'm right... Um, he changed the speeder shaft he had only when the model changed. And so um, one could 
uh, presume that when um, who makes the speeder shafts? Whoever makes that, when that company said, "Look, we can't give you any of these anymore because we haven't got any," but um, look, this seven five seven twenty nineteen model, you might find it quite similar to the uh, twenty eleven version you've been using for the last eight years. And what they're saying is, um, yes, yeah, same shaft, new paint job. Off you go, Dustin. Um, and, you know, that's golf, that's business, that's life. Who cares, right? Um, so, um, yeah, on the lower tools, you'll have a lot of players with older heads in their clubs, older shafts. Um, and even, there was one of the players I saw on the TV, she was clearly wearing running shoes. Like, she wasn't wearing golf shoes. Now, if the golf... It makes sense. If the golf course was rock hard, you don't really need spikes in the same way. And a lot of people find them uncomfortable, even the spikeless, to walk on. So she just put running shoes on. I have to admit, something I'm thinking of doing. Um, I got myself some new, you know, running shoes trainers. And um, I really like them. And I was like, I wish I could play golf in these. And then I had this moment of, why don't you play golf in these? Because unless one checks the sole, you couldn't tell the difference between these shoes and any golf shoes I wear. Um, so yeah, once dry season comes back here in Panama, I'm going to play more golf in shoes I like, not that I feel obliged to wear. Um, but like I said, I'm going to commit to looking at Puma, definitely. Um, so that's something I'm also going to try and make good on this week is um, get myself re-kitted out. I was thinking, you know, I've got two and a half, well, between two and a half and three years left here in Panama. I think I said that last week. And if I'm going to recommit to Cobra, do you know what? I think I need one last set of clubs. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I might go back single length. I think I might. On that bombshell. Ciao.